Welcome to the Father Seekers Podcast. My name is Keith, the host of the Father Seekers Podcast. And with me, as always, is Pastor Barry Edgman, founder of the Father Seekers Podcast and Father Seekers in general. Barry, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, friend. Really, really good. We band of brothers. We stick together. I like that. I like that. And I, and I hope that listening to the, this podcast, you're starting to feel a little bit more uh, of that mentality of that attitude that, you know, as fathers, as fatherless fathers, um, we don't have to do this by ourselves. We mm. are, we are a group together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if, if you're, if you feel even a little bit of that, keep listening, mm. keep, keep emailing, keep asking questions. Um, because we are, we are very weak individually, but we are very strong together, very strong together. Mm-hmm. If you have been listening to the last few episodes, uh, the common, the common theme between the last three episodes in this five-part series is off of this. The episodes are five things that good fathers do. All right. So the first three episodes, we've touched three bullet points, three of the five, if you will. Uh, this week, five things that good fathers do in our fourth episode. Number four, Jesus understood the will of his father and embraced it as his life purpose. Now, I read that kind of fast. Let me repeat that for you. Jesus understood the will of his father and embraced it as his life purpose. All right, Barry, what is the idea behind number four here? Four of our pieces in Father's Seekers is the four columns, if you will, the four corners of the foundation, our purpose, identity, sonship, and legacy. And here we're going to talk about purpose. Jesus understood the will of his father and embraced it as his life purpose. Men, fatherless men, tend not to have purpose for their lives. And once we understand what our purpose is, that's the best day of our lives, aside from being born, is when we understand what our purpose is. Now, the problem is, is that many of us spend decades wondering, floundering, guessing, and giving up on what our purpose really is. Jesus set the pattern here again, and he understood the will of his father and accepted it as his life's purpose. How do we know that? Because Jesus spoke about his father all the time. My father in heaven, my father this. This is my father. I and my father are one. So he was so so engrossed in relationship with his father that he talked about his father all the time. That's the, that's what fathers do is they teach their sons how to speak of them, how to live out their life like they did. Now let's go back and look at the father's responsibility there. The father's responsibility is to be a good father, to set the course, to set the pace, to live with good uh, uh, character and integrity. But then we back up a step further, and as fatherless guys, we we had no model. We had nobody to teach us. So then we have to look to the guy that can teach us, and that's two places. One, first first of all, is how did God father his sons, Jesus first, and then sons of Abraham, et cetera, et cetera. How did he father them? And then we, as earthly fathers— have to have purpose in our life because our purpose translates and transfers to our kids. Now, there's a couple of thoughts here. One, do we impose 
our will on our kids? Partially, the answer is yes, we do. But we do so in love. We do so by by showing them the character of God in our lives. We show them and impose upon them the integrity of God in our lives, the obedience to our Heavenly Father. And I'll just say this about obedience. There's a day that will come in every kid's life where they're going to choose to disobey you. But, but when we live our lives in obedience to our Father in heaven, that translates to our kids, and eventually our kids are going to catch on to that, and then that's going to change that whole obedience thing in their lives. That's another topic for another time, but we transfer, translate obedience to our kids. Yeah, our, our, our kids really are, are watching and learning, mm-hmm. and why wouldn't we want to step in, in, in front of this and water the plant in a positive way? Like it or not, if, if you're racist, uh, your kids are going to probably be racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not something that's not something you're born with. Racism is definitely taught. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you're a complainer, your kids are. <laughs> if if you feel entitled, if you're a fighter, if you're an aggravator, mm-hmm. uh, odds are your kids going to be the same way. If you're a drunk, absolutely, your kids are going to be the same way. Absolutely. So. If you're listening to this, you're probably not wanting any of those scenarios. Point here four is Jesus understood the will of his father and embraced it as his life purpose. How, I guess as, 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 a, as a listener, as a, how, how do we understand the will of our father? Like, like what's, how do we do that? What's, what's the first step here? Well, I think the first step is to realize the responsibility that we have as fathers. First of all, to be a good son have a relationship with our heavenly father. Second is to remember that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then on and on through that story, you read that God gave man the ability to create just like God created the heavens and the earth. God said, let us create man in our image. Part of that creation, part of our creation is that we have the ability to create All right. So what is it, to your point that you just mentioned, what is it that we're creating in the hearts and minds of our kids? We create legacy and destiny. We create purpose. We create sonship by what we say and do and how we lead and love. Our kids are slates that we write the will of God on and they understand it by how we teach them and show them and walk them through the paces of being godly, walk them through the paces of understanding what being a good son and a good daughter are. The easy takeaway from that is we are, um, we are the example for, for, our, for our children, um, some of which if you're listening, didn't have the circumstance to have an example of a father. I didn't have the example of seeing what a mother should be. That doesn't mean that you have to follow the same thing. We are an example. Uh, the example, when I look for question, when I look for answers of questions in my life, I go to the book I, and, I, and I openly out loud pray and ask, right? Prayer for me is talking. Prayer is openly at, just 
Sometimes it's rambling. Sometimes it's shouting. Sometimes it's questioning. Um, sometimes it's thankfulness. And sometimes it's all of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. But say if the, if, the, if, the, if the fourth topic here, Jesus understood the will of his father, if that, if right there is the, the closer, like, how do I learn the will mm-hmm. of my father? Have you ever tried just asking? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to know how a person feels about you, you know, you, you can kind of guess it by how, how they respond, how they act towards you. But you really don't know until you ask. You know, you think about that, that first love you had in your life, right? You don't, mm-hmm. you don't really know if that person loves you back mm-hmm. until you ask, Yeah. right? This is I, the same thing. This is not different. This is not a, a, a different science or anything. If you want to know your will, God's will for you, just ask. Mm-hmm. And, and I do this every single day. I do this sometimes throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I pray God that you give me the knowledge of your will for me, mm-hmm. Lord. That's good. I bud. pray, and this is a prayer. I'm literally praying for you. I'm praying right now. Mm-hmm. God, I pray that you give me the knowledge of your will for me. Mm-hmm. And if you see me fit today, mm-hmm. give me the power to execute on it. Mm-hmm. Because there are times where I, I've prayed that prayer. Bro, that's a, that's a podcast right there. I've prayed that prayer and God has. He always shows me his will. But sometimes he says, but you're not, you're not there right now. You know, I know that God wants me to lead men, mm-hmm. wants me to disciple men, wants me to populate his army. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. But there are some days where, where God says, you, you know my will for you, mm-hmm. but you're not in the right state of mind today mm-hmm. to execute mm-hmm. on it. So I'm going to let you know this is still what I want you to do, but I need, you, I need you to take a step back here for a minute. And that might be your answer. Yeah. Just ask, guys. Just ask. Just yeah. ask God, what do you want from me today? And if you do it honestly and humbly, God always responds. Sometimes it's not the answer you want, but he always responds. You know, let's go back to what you said about, about the kid thing. I think that to your, to your point, I really believe that, that we have the power. Now, our kids have the free will to respond, but yet we have the power to ride on their hearts and minds what God says about them, what God says to them, and what God says are the consequences of following and believing and living their life for him and living out his purpose. See, God has a will for our kids' lives. And it's up to us as fathers to understand that God has a will for their lives. And God, as we break away and spend time with him, will, as fathers on this earth, he will, and our Father in heaven speaking to us, he will illuminate the will, his will for our child to us because he has given us authority to cover them and to lead them spiritually, to guide them and to be the, the voice of God in their lives, another voice of God. God speaks to them by his Holy Spirit, but God tells us, look, this is what I created this kid for. I want you to lead that kid in that way. It's just as simple as you said, God, tell me what to do. Tell me what, tell me how to lead this kid. And as we do that, we begin to exhibit the exact way that God fathers his kids. We father our kids that way. Yeah. And that responsibility that you just spoke about the, the God is telling us what, what he wants us to throw down to our kids. 
right? Because our kids aren't, aren't ready for this. Uh, some of our children, they're, they're young. They, mm -hmm. they can't wrap their brains around the magnitude of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, God absolutely filters down how I'm to raise my, my at this moment, six-year-old son, mm -hmm. you know, because the, the ideas and thoughts I have are, are more than a six-year-old. Can, can take right now. Yeah. So God, God leads us to, he leads us to see things in the lives of our kids. He, not that we'll know that they're going to graduate high school, go to college and be a jet fighter pilot. Maybe, but, but God begins to speak to our kids out of the womb, I believe, and in the womb. But as they find the things that they are interested in, those things that they have a liking of those things that that tweak their interest those things that that they gravitate to god will begin to show us in those things look this is where this this is going and we begin to lead them in that way and as we do that god reveals to you as father and to your son hey this is what i'm supposed to do and you begin to grow into that you begin to understand that, and then you begin to lead them that way. You know, I've often said that being a father is one of the simplest things you could ever do, but it's the most difficult process and office to live, live out mm -hmm. because of the responsibility and the understanding. But I think our Heavenly Father understands and knows that we're weak. That's why we have Jesus the power, the authority, the, the understanding. But he gives us clarity about his will for our lives. And we live out his will, we understand his purpose. And if you're listening and say, well, he hasn't, he hasn't done that for me, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask, have you, have you asked? Have you asked? Because in my experience, he always responds. God 100%, 100% of the time, gives me an answer. It's not on my watch always. And it's not the answer I want always. Sometimes it is, and mm. sometimes it is. Mm -hmm. But he will always answer. I just have to ask. Mm -hmm. And that's the humbling part of giving your will and life to God, mm -hmm. is humbly asking him on a daily basis, on an hourly basis sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, and, and to, to your point, I mean, we metaphorically and literally are to carry our child because in the beginning, they can't walk. They can't crawl. Mm -hmm. It is our job to metaphorically and literally carry them. Mm -hmm. Now, as they age, they, they start to learn how to crawl. They, then they, they pull themselves up. And then they can walk a few steps but fall. And then they start to run. Mm -hmm. And then they start to just explore. And, and that, I, I could have just explained 18 years. You'd, yeah, actually, I, or I could have explained the first three. You, you'd actually... You did both. You did all because that process that you just described is how we lead our kids through every stage of their lives. I'm, my kids are all gone. They're all grown men out of the house doing their own thing. But I still have influence with them. And I will say this, that our influence with our kids lives on in them and through them beyond the grave for us. Like what, what we teach them now, they will remember when we're gone. Right. 
it's not too late either. No. So if, if like, mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, I might've, I might've crapped the bed here. On no. The first, no, that's fine. It's about moving forward here. Right. Remember the bubble. We talked about a couple of episodes about the bubble of the present and that bubble passes through time. What is behind the bubble is past. What is in front of the bubble is future. But right now in the bubble of the present, we are, we are learning from the past and creating the future. And as we learn God's purpose for our lives, and we're clear on that and we live that out, part of that purpose is for us to be good fathers. And part of that purpose is for us to understand our kids, to learn our kids, to be students of our kids, not be helicopter parents, but just to learn and then begin to interpret their lives through the filters of how God interprets and speaks to his kids. What did he do with his kids? That's what I'm going to do with my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jesus understood the will of his father and embraced it as his life purpose. How did he understand the will? Jesus asked for it. Jesus spent time with his father, spent time in solitude with his father, spent time talking to his father. Like the previous episode we recorded, you have to make time to, to read the word because there God's going to give you information. You have to take time for prayer, which prayer is a lot of just talking. It's a lot of talking. Sometimes it's just checking in. Sometimes it's gratitude. Sometimes it, like I said, all of it can be done at the same time or it's talking. Meditation is listening for the response, right? So how we bring this into our children, right? Jesus understood the will of his father. Your children are going to learn from you one way or another. Wouldn't it be better to step in front of it and disclose God's will on their life, Mm -hmm. their positivity, Mm -hmm. being a good man, being a good brother, being a good servant, being a good employee? Your, Your kids are watching and if you're suffering at either any one of those, they're taking notes. Mm-hmm. And if they don't know any other explanation, they're going to repeat this cycle. It's going to transfer, Keith. And one of the things about, about our Father in Heaven is he knew who our kids would be, and he knew what they would be, and he knew what we need to do to be good fathers to them. What we have to do is avail ourselves to that wisdom that he gives to avail ourselves to the direction he gives. You know, Jesus was in the garden and he lived out his life, his purpose for 30 30 plus years and then three years of ministry and then he was crucified. But before he was, he was in the garden with his father and he said to his father, is there any way, any way I could get out of this? Because I don't want to do this. This is going to suck for the next few days. Is there there anything else? Like, seriously, can I do anything else to get this job done? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Father, if you're willing to remove this cup, this of divine wrath, like, I'm going to have to die for all the miserable, rotten, horrible people from beginning to end of creation to the end of time. But he said, you know, it's not. It's not what I want to do, but it's it's what you want to do. It's what you want me to do, mm-hmm. and 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 just understanding the obedience part of that. Like I know guys who have had the opportunity to take amazing jobs, but they would be away from their kids for long periods of time. 
and they chose not to because they wanted to be with their kids. Moms who have quit jobs to raise their kids. It's not, it's not my will, Father, but, but it's your will. And when, when we tap into that power source of what is your will for my life, through the will for my life, I transfer God's will to my kids. Mm-hmm. If I'm living out God's will in my life, I'm transferring God's will into their lives because that is the power of living out God's will. We transfer from our Heavenly Father through, through the conduit of our lives into our kids' lives, the will of God. They see us living out the will of God in, in our lives, and that transfers, that obedience factor transfers to them, and then they begin to understand what God's will is for their lives, and then they begin to do the family business, whatever that is. I'm going to live for God because my dad did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what God wants me to because my dad did. Yeah, that's and and that's 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 the episode. That's that's our episode here. Five things that good fathers do. Well, one of the things is that they understand the will of their of their God, and then embrace it as their own life's purpose. It's what Jesus did. If I want to be more like Him, Jesus understood the will of God and embraced it. Now, if I'm going to be more like Jesus in myself, I need to ask God what His will is for me. And what that answer is, guys, sometimes the answer sucks. Sometimes the answer is like, oh, I don't want that for me. Mm -hmm. But I have to embrace it, all right? If you are truly giving your life to God, and I I mean that thoroughly. If Mm -hmm. you are truly giving it, it's not you can have it when my life is good, God, but when Mm -hmm. it's kind of crappy, I kind of want it back. No, 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 no. That's not the the arrangement. Mm -hmm. That's not the agreement here. Mm -hmm. If you are going to give something to somebody, you can't take it back. Right. And with that comes the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So for you as fathers, understand the will of God for your life. Ask him. Just ask him, guys. Just ask him. And then when you get the the answer back, embrace it. Run with it. Because undisputably and infutably, you are being the example for your children. Wouldn't it be better to be the example teaching your children how to live godly lives, teaching your children how to be good business people, mm. good brothers, mm. good students, yep. in, not only in school, but of life. Mm. Treating, teaching your, your children how to, how to treat their wives and inadvertently how to treat their husbands. Mm-hmm. That's your job. And if you don't have the foundation, the grounded root of Christ in that job, good luck. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to say yep. you're going to fail. Yep. Well, good luck. Yep. There's there's something that you and I are involved in, Keith, on Thursday nights. We have a group that we meet with regularly, and one of the things that is developing out of that group is we're becoming a band of brothers. And that band of brothers sticks together, and when demons come, we all fight together. And I think as fathers, we need to understand that that's part of God's will for our lives, is to have a band of brothers. Hey, man, uh, if I just left my own devices, I'm generally always going to have the mm-hmm. bad idea, the mm-hmm. worst idea. Mm-hmm. I have to bounce it off some people I can trust. Right. right? right. I have to. Surround yourself with other with other people that are, you know. Living ra- God's will. Right. And later children. rubs off, man. Yeah. So when I, when I became a father, I, I definitely surrounded myself with people that, you know, had children in different stages of life. One of which I, I, I uh, one friend, he had teenagers at the time and, um, 
you know, I remember going to coffee with him. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of new to this. I don't really have a good idea. Um, do you mind if I just bounce some ideas off you over the next few mm-hmm. years of my life? Maybe yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know what? When I, when I ask when I ask certain people that, Hey, can I, can you be a soundboard for some, for some things, you know, maybe not today, tomorrow, but I'm guessing in the next 18 years, I'm going to need some, some yeah. advice. Yeah. Uh, all of them were like, yeah, of, of course, of course. And, and they were humbly all, 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 all like humbly said, wow, you think I'm a, a good father? Because that's a common thing amongst us. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I'm a good father, right? That's a common right. fear. Right. We, we, we want to be good fathers because that's the DNA that God created in us. And here's the way that I would wrap up this this concept, this idea here. And there's more to say, but we just it, there's just not enough time. If I understand what my purpose is in life, it translates and transfers to my wife and my kids. Therefore, it translates to generations beyond. That's that's the summary of the entire episode, and that's that's a good that's good to live by. Five things that good fathers do in, in this episode. Hey, Jesus understood the will of his father, Father in heaven, and he embraced it as his life purpose. Guys, embrace your purpose. Embrace your purpose. If you don't know your purpose, if you don't know what God has. In store for you, ask. It's easy. Just ask. It's easy. That's as simple as it is. Just ask. Mm. Humbly ask him to disclose his will for you and then ask for the power to execute on it. Right, guys? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Father Seekers podcast. Hey, if you if you like this episode, review it. You know, give it a thumbs up. Give it as many stars as, as you deem fit. We'd, we'd like it if it was on the higher end of the spectrum mm-hmm. of the stars. And, and more so than that, because good reviews, stuff like that, that gets, that gets our podcast to other people's eyes, other people's ears, right? But if you find something that would be beneficial to a friend of yours, a colleague of yours, hey, share the podcast, right? It's easy. Just share it, share it on social media. Send, it, send the link to, to, to anyone that you would feel could benefit from that. Because, I mean, really, who, who couldn't benefit from, from just knowing that, hey, we're in this together? And, and, and if once you ask God for knowledge of his will, he will give it to you guys. He will give it. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Father Seekers Podcast. Barry, thank you as always. Thanks, man. Your insight is brilliant. Brilliant. So thank you again for listening. We will be wrapping up the series in the next episode of the five things that good fathers do with the fifth point. And we will touch on that in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.